Hey everybody, welcome to AST Radio. Uh, this is your host Matt. Uh, I'm here with, I guess, a new co-host. Maybe. Uh, Hello. You know him from uh, the board. This is Jouster. Hi. <laughs> do Do you want to have your real name? Yeah, you can call me Sean. Okay, there it is, everybody. Jouster's name is Sean, and uh, we are here with. Uh, I think this is kind of a rare situation with these two guys being in the same room together it's very exciting it is, yeah. uh sharpling and worcester are here tom sharpling john worcester welcome to the show oh thank thanks. you for having us thanks for having us are thank you got coming <laughs> there you go. jouster already <laughs> in it's also a hot start <laughs> uh so you guys are in la for a week mm-hmm. um we were just talking to john uh briefly about you're doing you're you're taking some meetings uh looking to maybe bring your radio show if people don't know you guys do the best show on wfmu mm-hmm. uh which we will get into at length but uh there's some idea of maybe turning that into a tv show um yeah you know or t- maybe turning it, it, the the dynamic that we have into a tv show the mm-hmm. the kind of the voice that john and i tend to uh, you know the we've uh, established over the last seven years doing the calls on the radio Cool. So, do is it top secret? Can you not reveal how that would work? Or? Well, there's different, there's different ways we could go. Some things would literally be, hey, here's the radio show, and here's how you turn it into a television show. Mm-hmm. Other things would be like, here's our voice put into what a television show, a, a television shows that you've seen right. before. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just a, a race to see who steps up to the plate. And buys Absolutely. the idea, the first idea. Yeah. We're giving yeah. Hollywood a lot of options, <laughs> so it's up to them. And Hollywood's excited. Good, good. Uh, we'll probably get back to that topic later, but let's go back to uh, how you guys met and how this uh, how this show started. Uh, I, I can feel this one, Matt. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, anytime, Jester. Anytime you want to chirp in with some uh, <laughs> some this. I think you're maybe maybe not. The top fan, but I would consider you one of the top five fans. Would you guys consider him a top five fan? Top thirty. Oh, best. <laughs> wow. You should see some of the. Uh, the yeah, coo- I, I haven't made a video yeah. entry or anything. Oh, like right. That. Exactly. Yeah. He hasn't baked us anything yet, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I yeah. know. Wait a minute. What does that smell? <laughs> what if hey, you pulled right. brownies right. out of the oven? Right. <laughs> that would um, be impressive. <laughs> I met Tom. Yeah, gosh, I want to say early 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Trunk was playing in New York, I think, with The Fall. Does that sound right? Maybe? My, buddy My Buddy Valentine and Pavement. Right? Yes. <laughs> that, it was I think show. that was it. Yep. And, um, you laughed. That was the actual bill. It was. It was a power bill. That's back a good bill. And yes. we weren't even on first. We were on second. Yeah. Pavement opened. Yeah. Can wow. you believe that? Nice. Those days are over. <laughs> but, uh, I think My Bloody Valentine are still playing they are. that night. <laughs> that that jet days. engine sound is <laughs> still going. Uh, but Tom and I kind of um, hit it off that night. We were, I think we were t- probably talking about Get a Life, mm-hmm. the Chris Elliott show. Mm-hmm. And uh, a. Uh, a yeah. short-lived uh, VJ on MTV named Smash. <laughs> yeah. Still alive, but, yeah. but uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he, uh, he was the original host of Headbangers Ball. Mm-hmm. And he was sort of, his thing was like, that he was like a rednecky kind of yeah. good old boy, your buddy. He looked kind of like um, Avery Schreiber. Exactly. Kind yeah. of like a redneck Avery Schreiber, yeah. if you know who that is. He's, uh, I'm sorry, I do not. People can search that on... <laughs> If they're listening to this on their computer, Google they can image now search. Open a new window. He's got a mustache and a yeah. yeah. But he looked like this kind of um, 
the, the a guy who clearly was cut from the like JJ Jackson like I'm too old <laughs> like I'm yeah. I'm older than everyone here mm-hmm. but I'm hosting this thing and I'm going to I don't even like this music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was um he he was the type of guy who uh he he was like telling these like like making the boys we showed a video from like he's yeah. like he would have these like horrible DJ little catchphrases I'll, t- and <laughs> I'll tell you that that Neil Pert he can play them drums. Yeah. Like that. Exactly. Right. Filling yeah. space with yeah. his voice. Yeah. And he was just I he was horrifically ugly yeah. and unphotogenic <laughs> and not suited to be on television even a little bit. And then then years later I was I was uh I was in St. Louis. I was playing on a record by this this guy Jay Farrar. And I was listening to the radio, just driving along. Turn on the radio. It's smash. He was doing the local rock show. There. I, 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 Tom, yeah. I found him. Because we we've gone up to MTV and we've asked people. It's like, can you find us footage of Smash? Nobody. And there was no, the only thing you'll see once in a while when they do like the history of the Headbangers Ball. They'll yeah. show like when Guns and Roses trash the set and you see Smash almost get hit by like a Come on, by guys. like a lighting rig. Yeah, exactly. It's like. Blocking is just kind of like ah, shielding his face from getting yeah. cracked in the in the forehead. So that was you guys bonded over. We bonded over that mutual then, hatred. Yeah, no, we Pretty loved much, him. Yeah. We loved him. <laughs> and uh, and then we just started um, talking on the phone a lot. Tom Tom was mm-hmm. up in Jersey and I was in Chapel Hill and uh, just talked about what we hated, what annoyed us, and mm-hmm. you know that sort of yeah. thing and. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we had this uh, the idea to do this Rock Rotten Rule called. This would have been 97 at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I had just started doing a music-based show on WFMU. I was playing records and mm-hmm. getting more accustomed to talking on mic outside of talking about the record that I just played or was going to play. And, you know, we, we had this idea where it's like, because it's based on, uh, as, as Sean can tell everyone, Oprah Winfrey... <laughs> Uh, had a lawsuit. She was getting sued by the like the beef like council the Texas, or something. Yeah, the Texas right. Cattlemen's yeah. Association yeah. or something. But it, yeah, the, you can take it from here. Go. Well, yeah, because she was she was bad mouthing beef on her show, mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't appreciate that. And they they were able to to bring us a, a suit against her. So she had to go to uh, I think it was San Antonio mm-hmm. to yeah defend her. Yeah herself and she ended up winning or right. the judge ruled in her favor yeah. mm-hmm. and on the courthouse steps she said something like uh freedom not only rules it rocks yeah. <laughs> and we were like that was the dumbest like freedom like rock rule yeah. so stupid and we we're like we started applying that as a arbiter of of like what rocks what rules right. and then we were just as with almost everything else we do, it gravitated to music, and we, before we long, we had... What rock. if there was a book <laughs> yeah, right. that ranked things accordingly? You know, rock, rod, or rule, and what, what's the difference between rocking and ruling? And, yeah. And so then we did this call, I guess, which would have been maybe November of... 97. 97 yeah. or so, and yeah. uh, people thought it was real. People yeah. thought this guy was actually real, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they were calling in to 
you know, argue with this guy, Ronald Thomas Clontel, who was the, <laughs> who, who was the author of the book, who, who was me calling in. Yeah. And uh, just went from there. We didn't, we had no idea if people were even going to be listening, yeah, I guess. I know. You know? <laughs> it was a weird thing. I, it's like it was pre-internet, so it was this kind of thing that just happened and then went away. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. archived or there for yeah. people to listen to. Thankfully, I put a cassette in before we did it. Like, oh, I might want to record this, and I'm glad I did because it was funny. Yeah. And now and you can you can get that on CD now on yeah. your site. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. on the, it's at Stereo Laughs, which is our website yeah. with F's. L a f f s dot com. Yes. Um, yeah, that was the first thing I ever heard of you guys, and uh, I remember like Pat and Oswalt <clears throat> talking about it mm-hmm. and being like, mm-hmm. uh, this, "These guys are hilarious." He was like listening to it while he was driving around the country or something. Uh, but uh, let me go back quickly and and find out like uh, Tom, what's your background? Uh, like, how did you you started this sort of radio show? But what were you? I know you write for for Monk. You're mm-hmm. uh, you're in TV writing, but uh, so what sort of How'd you get into that? Like, what, what what's your career path been? Um, you know, I kind of always wanted to be a writer. I never really wanted to be a performer necessarily. Like, I, every time you hear about people saying like, um, like the minute I went up on stage, I could feel it and I knew I belonged up here. <laughs> and it's like I've had experiences <laughs> the where, like, opposite. yeah, the minute I went up on stage, I hated it and wanted to get off there as fast <laughs> yep. as possible. I remember doing a bit like I had come up with a bit for um uh for this thing uh, eating it is the east coast thing at the luna lounge right. and it was the monday night comedy thing that everybody performed at and uh coming up with a thing like to saying to john benjamin it's like hey wouldn't it be funny if there was like a 30 person improv troupe wouldn't that be the greatest thing and he's like let's put it together and we <laughs> gets everybody on earth it was like sloven and alan matt walsh Everybody who said they would do it went up, and it was like, I went up in it, and um, even in the context of hiding behind <laughs> 29, 29 other people, people, I don't think I ate that day. I was like, <laughs> oh, God, what happens if I'm up there? So, like, no. I was, like, hiding, like, just, I went all the way to the back wall in the thing. I was like, just not, don't, please, no one look at me do this stuff. And I, like, ducked down, and so those are the moments where I realized it's like, you know, and I'm maybe better served behind a microphone or at home writing on a computer rather than there's enough people who want to be on camera mm-hmm. there's no shortage of that so but, but you but you you've uh you were in that sort of scene or in that group of of new york comedy yeah yeah well, uh, we uh john and i have mutual friends and there was like a uh there was just like kind of like a lot of people from chapel hill moved to new york and um or they lived in Chapel Hill, would go back and forth pretty regularly, and Super Chunk would play New York all the time, yeah. and yeah. it was just a thing. And there was a comedy element to that too, where it would be um, like when the UCB just came to New York when those yeah, it was right when they started. I think. Yeah, and they were just doing shows before they even had a permanent theater. Um, yeah, we would see the uh, Saigon Suicide Squad was the the I think that was the first New York show show that they did the long form show and they just did it it was the funniest thing ever and out of that you got to know people and got to know more people hanging out at luna lounge and and that was actually a good way also those were the people who i think some of the first people who got the the we passed out tapes of what john and i had started doing on the radio right. to people like amy poehler and mm-hmm. and uh you know 
David Cross was a big fan of it early on. And, you know, those people spread it around. And I think David Cross gave it to somebody who worked on uh, Strangers, Strangers with Candy. candy yeah. And then they thought he did it. It was like a weird thing. There was like, <laughs> a reference to it in an episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, like on a chalkboard, you'll see it says like... Rock, Rod, and Rule. And I guess there's an example of a, a band that would rock, rod, or rule. And then so, yeah. it's like Kansas was under rock or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Something was under mm-hmm. rot. And then under rule was was David Cross. Yeah, <laughs> because they, I guess they thought he did it. It's like, that's not his voice. <laughs> like, I know he does. sting a little bit? We got over it pretty fast. It's done, though. It did sing a little. You know what? I'm still mad at him yeah. for that yeah. thing that he didn't do and yeah. only was promoting yeah. on our, you know, for no benefit to yeah. himself. That he immediately clarified to. That's not me. Exactly. It's those yeah. guys. Yeah. So I'm still a little steamed about that. Please, Jouster, don't open old, old wounds. Things are finally healing. So, John, did you ever do, like, uh, comedy performance, like stand-up or anything like no, that? No, no. Um, um, no, I, I, was a big, I was a big comedy fan as, as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. but my trajectory was, was, you know, was music. Mm-hmm. And I got, got into bands very early. But I, I, I always liked, always loved SCTV and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, when Tom and I just sort of hooked up that kind of opened opened that up for me yeah you know and uh, uh so yeah we just kind of rolled from there it was never it was never a a real career plan for me you know I'm, i just i just feel lucky that we you know that I met tom and he sort of you know we kind of hit upon something that right. that yeah. worked you know and, exactly. and it is the perfect thing for two <laughs> two kind of shy guys that 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 don't really don't worry, like having people look at them. I, I, uh, I guess, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You have you don't have any aspirations to uh, be an on camera performer or anything. I, I don't know. I've, I've uh, over the years, Super Drunk has done some sort of funny videos over the years, and I kind of liked that a little a little bit. But it, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, it's never been a, a huge aspiration to to actually be. Like a performer, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, and and there have been a few times when when people have have asked me to maybe do a character from from the CDs, like Timmy Von Trimble or or something, you know, at a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually a good one for me to do because I, I no one has to see me, you know, <laughs> and I'm under the soundboard or something. But <laughs> okay. but there have been a couple of times when when I when I said, all right, I'll try it, you know, mm-hmm. going on stage or something. And it's like Tom has said, like from the second you're out there, it's like, this is not for me. <laughs> this is not my thing at all. Yeah. There was that the magnet thing, which was oh yeah, funny. that was actually oddly uh, exhilarating yeah. in a way. I uh, it was the there was a music magazine called Magnet, mm-hmm. and um, they had a uh, their their ten year anniversary. This one would have been maybe two thousand and one, I think. Maybe it was. Uh well, I think it was after, after that because you could figure uh, timeline-wise, uh, GBV were doing the earthquake glue yeah. stuff at that point. So, so um, it it was Guided by Voices headlining. It was like an incredible bill. It was Guided yeah. by Voices, my morning jacket, and the shins, oh. and uh, and so bands that can fill stadiums. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I my thing was I was going to be the MC. So I, I uh, my idea was I would I would come out three different t- uh, as. Three different characters, and the first was sort of like this, uh, 
you know, kind of like a morning zoo guy from like a, a, a Clear Channel station. And the joke mm-hmm. was that Clear Channel had, had bought Magnet. And mm-hmm. now you can look forward to seeing Zach Wild on, on the on the cover of the next <laughs> issue, that sort of thing. Yeah. And that went well because there wasn't yeah. there weren't a ton of people there, and you could hear what was being said. Yeah. I'd grown a full beard for it, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then for the next one, I had uh, shaved off the mustache, so I had an Amish beard, and I yeah. was the indie rock comedian. You know, came out dressed as like a you know the typical sort of indie rock guy with the yeah. cut off dress pants <laughs> and black socks and like you know sneakers and, uh-huh. the, and a trucker cap and that sort of thing. And just sort of making fun of indie rock and people hated oh, it. Was so oh, Tom was there and <laughs> you actually is that the one where you needed me to be like a person I, yeah, out of the audience? Yeah, that was, it was. Uh, oh. it was uh, I forget what the question was, but I I said uh, can I have a, a person from the audience. And by this point, there's like a thousand people there, <laughs> yeah. and that's just the worst thing. Yeah. Like it's bad enough, you know, at a, huh. a comedian at, a, at yeah. any kind of rock show, but if it's a packed rock show with a thousand people and yeah. people don't know that there's going to yeah. be yeah. Uh-huh. any sort of comedy element yeah, exactly. to it, it's it, just it, it does give lie to the whole <laughs> comedy, the whole comedy rock thing. It doesn't work, and it's <laughs> the two barely have anything in common. Yeah. And people need yeah. to stop yeah. saying that they're yeah. just the same. Yeah. You know what it's like? <laughs> people who do comedy like music. Right. People who do music like comedy. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can't just say, like, I like eating and I, <laughs> I also, you know, mow lawns for a living. Right. So there's not, like, some weird, you know, <laughs> some weird kind of, like, restaurant you know, lawn that care. That combines both. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Nobody's trying to meld those two things. So it's like, <laughs> why are people trying to jam comedy and rock together right. and, and that's the, and that's coming from the guys who sort of done it probably better or at least oh. more than any you know i mean that's that's something you guys are straddling those worlds well, you're sweet to say that and uh there was a moment in so the, listen up everybody else yeah exactly <laughs> stop trying the game's over yeah the kings are here <laughs> <laughs> don't you're only going to be in second yeah. place at best and um there was a moment during the thing, John's like, I need a volunteer from the audience. Like, how about that guy? And there was just this guy in the audience like, this guy's a freak. He's <laughs> like, a freak. He's a plant. Yeah. He just kept yelling it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm actually going on stage now. And it's just this Philadelphia idiot. Just like, yeah, um, no offense, John. <laughs> but he's just like, this guy's a freak. This guy's a freak. Like, he wouldn't stop. It's like, look, I'm, I'm not trying to shoot the president. <laughs> no. You know, like, you're not unmasking something. It's, it. a, it's a four-minute yeah. comedy bit. Like, you know, he's not solving, like, uh, some David Blaine trick. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to put one over on anybody that bad. It's like, oh, boy. And it's just like, they don't like to laugh at rock shows. No. Yeah. Uh, what you guys, you mentioned uh, earlier SCTV being mm-hmm. sort of uh, something you loved. Uh, where, when you guys started doing the, the calls or doing the show in general, were there I, did you have ideas about, like, stuff that you loved comedy-wise that you were sort of modeling it on or, or I think that's the funny thing about about it is that we've never really discussed anything in, in terms of like let's, philosophy and uh, yeah absolutely never yeah. so this might be it right now yeah and yeah. it might never be funny again yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no yeah <laughs> I apologize if no, that's that's the case. Right. there was not, it just kind of evolved into the thing that it became there was yeah. never there was never a goal to create a fake. We've we've ended up with this new bridge. That's yeah, yeah. this yeah. this fake town with all these fake inhabitants in it. It was never like you know it would be a great idea. Let's start building this fake town. We like no. never we we ended up there. Mm-hmm. 
and we don't often remember. I mean, we do yeah. like you know every every Tuesday for the last I don't know how many yeah. years. Yeah. So you kind of forget what yeah what a certain character's you know backstory was. So <laughs> yeah. we have a there's a a fan uh, named Rob who 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 keeps. Uh, does these recaps for the show, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll go to him at this point probably every for every bit saying yeah I I want to bring this guy back. What did he do? <laughs> yeah. Does he have a brother that was yeah. mentioned? Because I want to yeah. mention his brother this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did I mention it before? Right, <laughs> right, right. And he'll and he'll he'll track it down somehow. Have you ever thought about like publishing a FMU best show Bible? Um. No, I think the recaps kind of cover things. He Rob, aka Omar, Omar yeah. does these things, and they they are they're just so fantastically fleshed out and thought out. Yeah. And there's like they're like an event unto itself. Yeah. Like I can read them, and it's almost like it's not the show that we just did. I'm like reading about <laughs> another thing. Yeah, and because he brings his own element to it, I think that's as close yeah. as a, a of a uh, compendium as we will right, ever get. Right. right. But if the show gets pretty big, you might want to put that out. And that could be the the fan's guide. Yeah, exactly. the best show. Yeah, written by Sean Jouster Ingram. <laughs> Oops. Whoops. Edited. I shouldn't have said that last name. I'm fine. It's no big deal. Okay. Good. Um, so it's just kind of an organic thing that, like, when you guys talk, it, it, is there some sense? I mean, I imagine that it's uh, even if you guys are, you know aren't didn't come up this way. There's there's a real improv element to what you do um is that just sort of uh, an extension of the way you guys would talk you know on the phone and and just riff with each other yeah that's that's kind of always how the the bits originate and then and then we'll i mean we'll plan them out pretty well yeah and and then uh obviously there's room for you know a lot of improv too but Mm -hmm. but we have the the idea pretty pretty Mm -hmm. fleshed out because Sometimes if you're ju- if you're just you know flying by the seat of your pants, it can really drag and it can. It but there's been things that have come out of that also. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. We've gone down places where we had no intention yeah. of ever going with something, and yeah. I'm just like like the kid eBay call on one of the CDs on Hippie where, Justice, the last yeah, Justice. the last track. I don't know what's on. The CDs. <laughs> I don't know. One on one of on one of the CDs. It's a, but it was um. It was like the, the, we had a bit in mind, and the bit is just that John is this guy who is just kind of caught up in in uh, in eBaying, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and he's come he's come across this this like software that enables you to basically Sn- yeah. steal yeah the snipe bids yeah. and things yeah. yeah and that's all, all all we had planned out yeah and then the idea was well what if and yeah. what if he falls down the stairs right. yeah. at some point yeah. And then he's he's sort of dying at the stairs, but yet somehow yeah. he has the phone under his <laughs> yeah under his uh, chin, although yeah. his all his limbs have been broken. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was the whole concept was like okay, and that's where it ended. Kind of we figured yeah. it, and then we had never planned on. We just we weren't ending it. It wasn't like all right, I'll okay, well hang in there, buddy. I'll see you later. And it was right. like the conversation just kept like. Still staying ju- barely alive, yeah. and it was just like we started talking about the Bangles and <laughs> Rolling Stone giving album yeah. being like revisionist with their album ratings, and just like 
that ended up being like the second half of this thing. And yeah, it was everything like, from the fall yeah. on yeah. was improvised. That was all. Yeah. That was all sort of on the spot. And it was that was literally though a conversation we would have normally. Yeah. In a way, in its own Out, weird outside, way. outside yeah. of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like we just fit this. It just be, it just adapted so weirdly well to what we were yeah. doing. But it just like. And it's nice when the show has those elements where it's like, wow, that went somewhere that we never, we ever, we couldn't have planned that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Do you guys have, ever actually write things out that you're going to do, or is it like yeah. a script? Yeah, like I mm-hmm. will, I mean, I mm-hmm. I will, I like to write out a good amount of what I'm going to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, and uh, and then you send me I'll, a I'll lot of... i shoot him some notes or, or things to... Yeah, yeah. We At this point, I would say earlier on, the notes were much more elaborate yeah. that we oh, both yeah. had kicked back and forth. And now there's just a certain level of we know we've worked through the bits. Usually we talk about them all week. We talk about them for multiple weeks and things hang around for months sometimes and we until they're ready to go. And uh, so but ultimately we know the the signposts that we need to hit. Mm-hmm. And you'll spell those out right. in a in an outline. But we've talked about jokes for the last whatever. But then you'll go and put your own notes together, which I'm not seeing the full, full notes. Right. Because there's also the element of John keeping things completely. Like, you'll put new stuff in that I'm not ready for yeah. just to be like. Yeah. And he likes that. He, yeah, he, that's, he, I really, that's he gets how a, I, a, a weird thrill out of, out of being hit yeah. with something that he doesn't like, know is coming. Like, before the thing, it would be like, before the show, it would be like, um, so time, it would be like. So we could actually do what it would be. So what time do you want to call? You know. I don't know. How about like 9.30? Uh, that sounds good. And then you'll say like, um, oh, there's something. I got something. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what it is. <laughs> Just be like, don't tell okay. me. Please don't tell me. <laughs> and it always and it always gets me even though i know there's some and knowing there's something coming just makes it so much yeah i like i'm like that was the thing oh no and then i try to laugh incredulously at the character but i'm actually just laughing like i'm like i can't believe you say that sort of, like that's my move yeah. i'm like what you said that? Or, or you'll that's hit outrageous the yeah. you know yeah or i pull away from them and that's the other thing like if john will get me on moments where it'll be like, you know that I'm l- clearly laughing at something. Yeah. And then, like, you'll go, like, hello? 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 <laughs> like, yeah. you'll know I'm, because yeah. it's just like, quiet on my end. And you'll just, it's like trapping me in the yeah. thing, knowing I can't yeah. talk because I'm laughing. Yeah. So And it goes the other way, too. There, yeah. there have been several times where mm-hmm. we did this one. Um, there was a judge in, uh, I guess, in Alabama or something who had been caught um, using a uh, a penis pump un- <laughs> under his robe, <laughs> and uh, so he got ar- he got got arrested. I guess you got he got he got he got yeah whatever kicked off the bench yeah, or something disbarred or whatever. And uh, so we had an idea to do a sort of take off on that in Newbridge, uh-huh. and but we because of the of the of the the radio station or the yeah. you know the, yeah. the the station the the and I actually think it's a benefit oh, totally, in a way to the totally. station. It's you know if you listen to like uh, some like crappy morning show, it's like they can push things pretty far with things and get dirty. But like WFMU's whole approach is, it's like, look, we're a listener sponsored station. We have to be on the safer side of whatever that line is, just because you never know 
who's going to come right. gunning for the station or what. You don't know. So, and that actually, those restrictions, I think, make things infinitely funnier for us to have to work around. You've got to go out of your way yeah. not to yeah. not to say something. So yeah. we we had this idea for the the same same sort of concept, mm-hmm. penis pump, but we we couldn't say that, so we 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 ha- had the word device. Yeah. So. <laughs> And, and it, it was never even sexual. It no, was never no. even constituted that what he was using was a sexual device. People no. f- people who go there are clearly filling that in themselves, exactly. mm-hmm. but we've never said yeah. once that it's dirty. So we came up with all, all the all these um all these materials that the device has been made out of over the years since the device existed back <laughs> back yeah. in like the 1700s, yeah, you know, like yeah. the, for the first devices were made of Corn cob and uh, you know and uh, mm-hmm. feathers or that sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> exactly. And then and liniment oil and, and those yeah. things. Yeah. And I just kept I I barely got through the whole yeah. thing. And uh-huh. so there are these huge, huge pauses. If you listen to it on the uh, the archives, there are just yeah. these spaces where I'm just not saying anything. And he <laughs> he knows what I'm doing. It and he will just talk. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the other that's like, well, I can't believe that you yeah. would say the yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. waiting for you yeah. to start talking yeah. again because it's like, this is outrageous that you would call up my radio show and tell me something to the extent yeah. to, like, I'm just waiting. He like, can, he can hear me he, gasping yeah. in, the, in his phone. When's he going to start yeah. talking again? That's yeah. one of the things, though, that, that uh, stands out, I think, when you listen to your show is, is that um, – and this maybe this happens a little on Howard Stern, but you guys – do have a pace and a rhythm that's you you really uh let everything breathe and there there are pauses and it's so unlike radio that you hear mm-hmm. you know when you just you know turn on fm in the morning or whatever uh is that a conscious thing or is, is it really just you guys laughing and trying not to be heard laughing or i don't know i, th- I think there's part of that but it's also we're so lucky that because of the way uh FMU operates and that is it's pretty much free form that we're, we are able to do these things that can go on for 35, 40 minutes mm-hmm. and yeah. so we are able, able to let them breathe and whereas if it, if it was on a you know a above ground radio station you would just have to be bam, bam, bam. and we yeah. actually did a little <laughs> yeah. a little uh, play, was, on, play yeah. on that recently there was one show where like there's a chat for the radio show that goes on live right. time and yeah. I would um, a lot of time I would you know it's like I defy anyone to know that there is a chat <laughs> about them going on and not like want to see it. <laughs> right. But it's it, you can't though. You just can't because it's not fair to the people who are in the chat. They're mm-hmm. talking about whatever they're talking about, and like we were in the middle of doing one bit, and I had the computer on in the studio, and I'm just I have like a bl- mm-hmm. uh, eye going back and forth through the chat, and like the one guy's like, "This is boring." And we were like at the 90 second mark on the bit. It's like. <laughs> This is boring. They don't have it tonight. <laughs> not so good. Like, like I was just moaning about it, and I'm just like, "Oh, give me a break!" Like, when when has when have the things we've done ever been all about just like, "Oh my god, that was so fast." It paid and, off yeah. in the first minute. <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. never ever paid off in the first, first ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a, and that's the beauty. Like John was saying, we are allowed to build this thing. We're allowed to build mm-hmm. an actual person. Like that's mm-hmm. like we're actually yeah. creating a person. Yeah. And the, if you hang with that construction, the funnier stuff is around the corner. Right. And it's like, so the next week, I was so mad. And it was like, let's just do the bit we did last week at the beginning of the show. 
but then we'll do it. It will make it the way it is on every other radio in station. Two minutes. Yeah, we'll do the bit in two minutes. All that, all that character stuff will get jammed in, and it's just like, and you're like, it's like, and it was like, so what do you guys want? The fast one or the you want the fast one or slow one? Which one is do you want? You want it? Yeah, is that how you want it? I'll give it to you. We'll, we'll give it to you like that from now on if you want it that way. But so that was one of our few vindictive. Yeah. Have there ever been vindictive moments? I've got plenty of yeah, 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 yeah. solo <laughs> vindictive moments. No, but we'll do that too. Like if yeah. they, if, they, if there's if there's something or someone that that uh, you know has been b- bugging us, we'll we'll find a way to uh-huh. to work it into a bit with it. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, without it being uh, yeah. obvious what what or who it's. Yeah, you know. Uh, exactly. I think there's about yeah, or there's inspired by. There's been ones where we've had things go wrong in terms of like a business thing like us trying to get something going and it's like next week you might notice that that guy is a book agent yeah. for example <laughs> you know like like I, the yeah. character i'm a book agent i know i what know I'm- what's funny you know why because <laughs> i'm a book agent yeah exactly so like very like it's just it's a way for us to just get it yeah. out and Absolutely. but with the pacing you were you were saying earlier mm-hmm. um matt it is it's also something i mean i know that like just two the two person game of things is always the for me one of the most appealing things whether it's like the in laws with um, you know Alan Arkin and Peter Falk just doing the thing for I mean that movie is ostensibly like a a ninety minute version of what the radio right. show yeah. is in a way with just two people just talking for for almost two hours and it's it doesn't necessarily go to a logical place it just keeps going to weirder places. And I like uh, like Bob and Ray a lot, you know, just old yeah. radio and and uh, Peter Cook and Dudley Moore and just guys who just build these things out. And I think that's that's the line that I I like to think we're operating within. Yeah, but it, it, and it's also important to you know to state that what we do is is you know is just a, a part of the show. You know, there's. Well, it's the, my, it's the best part oh, of the show. Please, but I know, but... <laughs> I know, no, too. No, I know it is, no, too. No, it's not. The no, other I mean, stuff I is don't. just me marking time. No, it's not. It is. Oh, it really is. Okay, well, I yeah. call and yell at people when people uh-huh. call and yell. Well, that's that's <laughs> the entertainment for me, sort of. Uh-huh. You know, is listening uh-huh. to him just deal... My favorite part is when Tom deals with children, like <laughs> under the age of 10, because he's so good at it. <laughs> But he'll also get in little things too, which are great. Well, kids know? like to get made fun oh, they, of. Yeah, yeah. I say the same three things to every. You get picked on. You get <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, like like so you get picked on, huh? Get beat up at school. And I love uh-huh. it because the kids almost always will say no, and then and then Tom will push it. You get picked on, telling you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but they can relate. Well, I'm talking. To I like it because I'm talking to them. Like no other adult kind of right. does, where it's yeah. like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to talk yeah. to you as if I'm, like, I know better than you, right. and you know, like, don't worry, <laughs> this will pass and stuff. <laughs> it's like it's very painful right now. Yeah. Let's actually, let's actually delve into how mm, horrible this through. is. Yeah, I'm not above <laughs> arguing with a child on the show no. either, yelling at a kid yeah. or hanging up on them. Hang, I like hanging up on children. Get off my phone. Yeah, yeah get off my phone. It um. I also like my other thing I like is when they talk to a kid and I ask to talk to their parents. It's my absolute favorite thing. Yeah. It's like, because then I, 
you can mark it down. If I'm ever talking to a child's parents, I will talk. I will a talk about beating the child. <laughs> like, go do you, do you make your kid go pick a switch in the backyard that you whip them with is. <laughs> It kills me every time. <laughs> and then I always do the thing where I lie. I say, look, well, your kid was bragging about smoking weed on the air. Like, <laughs> and then the parents like, what? the mother's like, what? You hear the kid in the back, no. <laughs> like, hey, your son was bragging about getting high. And uh, you know, that to me is tearing families apart. What's funnier than that? Yeah. Well, that, bring, that brings us up to uh, that brings up an interesting thing which is sort of at the core of the show which is uh, kind of pranking or messing with people. Is that something that you've both done your whole lives? Did you did you do that as kids? Kind of like Mel Gibson a lot like that. You know, him on the set of uh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon movies. Right. Like it's a good yeah. prank. Yeah. It's like what a great, what a douchebag. It's like <laughs> yeah, hey the Star of the movies pulling a prank on me, and I have to. I'm a grip, and I have to like take it. I gotta take it now. That the guy who got paid eighteen million dollars to do this movie just uh, dumped a bucket of uh, tartar sauce on my head. <laughs> you know, it's like, like ah, good one, Mel. That's great. Let me prank him back. I'll be thrown off the lot in thirty seconds. But um, I think pranking. We never. We never ever. Well, not never ever, but. I, I don't want to be mean with stuff right. like that. Yeah, it's it's not a goal to. Yeah, and we're we're I think good about, um, you know, uh, not really naming names or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's sort of like like a t- you know, we'll make fun of a type. Mm-hmm. You know, not not mm-hmm. a specific individual and. Yeah, appearances have always been off limits too. I think making fun of. Uh, you know, I always I look know. at it with a. Well, that's. I think we've had, we have our fair share of overweight characters well, on the ring. I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but to me, this is just me speaking for me, not even speaking for John. Uh-huh. I try. I don't make fun of people for anything until they reveal themselves to be a horrible person, <laughs> and then I'm willing to use anything against them that will make them feel bad about themselves, whether it's a personal attack on their appearance. <laughs> It does anything. I will, but if they're a horrible person, they have that coming. That's how I look at it. That might be. Doesn't sound so good coming out. No, no, (laughs) actually, I'm a little troubled by that now. But even beyond that, that side of it, there's there is something. Maybe it's incidental to you guys, Mm -hmm. but uh, there is the idea that people will turn their radio on and hear something that you're doing and believe that it's real. Sure. Um, is, Is that is that something that you guys is that just like, well, that's just a fun side effect to the fact that we're putting together this sort of narrative? Maybe now it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, early on... We were chasing that yeah, a little earlier yeah. on. And we where, took a lot of calls early, early on, too, yeah. where you know there were, there were a few people who played along with her. Or, or, you can't count on it. That's y- yeah, the problem. Yeah. yeah. And then... It was fake. That's why we don't take calls anymore is because yeah. you, there were just so many where it's just like, this isn't real. Or yeah. um, I want to try to win that box set. Uh, yeah. That was the DJ before me. <laughs> you know, that yeah. sort of thing. It's just yeah. ruining the So your momentum moment. is kind of yeah, killed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't count on – and you shouldn't be able – we shouldn't have to count on random callers right. to take the, the whatever uh, call we're doing to the next yeah. level. Right. You know, sometimes it's a nice benefit of it. Yeah. And we, you know, 
we just don't bank on it anymore. Well, and the and the uh, you know the the now you have a fan base that knows what you're doing, yeah. and they might want to play along, and that might not be good, but it, they also might want to not play along. Uh-huh. That's not yeah. good either. Right. It's the it's hard because we do have targets with the calls and we know where we'd like them to end up on the whole and if somebody calls in and they are doing their own routine that they think it's just like we just can't go like you're changing the reality that we want to end up at (laughs) right we just follow you yeah exactly so i think that's it but you know people mean well yeah i they people on the show it's a three-hour show 20 minutes of it is me playing music um like 45 minutes like is is a call with mm-hmm. us and the rest is people definitely have their shot to get their their licks in on the <laughs> on the calling in and being right. a part of the thing and being mm-hmm. fun but it's the you've pointed out the funny thing is like you hear me like like just doing the show when i'm talking to the callers mm-hmm. and i'm just being as horrible and thing all of a sudden i take a call from somebody who's a thousand <laughs> Way worse. times worse than anyone who's ever called and i'm all just I'm just being oh my cur- god, yeah, I'm being yeah. so courteous to that person. Yeah, <laughs> to this you know, four hundred fifty yeah. pound um, yeah. barber shop, barber shop guy singer. <laughs> uh, Jaster, do you have questions? You bet. All right, let's oh, hear him. Can't wait. This is okay. what I I gotta say. This is what I was waiting for. No offense <laughs> to you, man. No, none taken. Um, this is what well, I wanted you to be a little offended. <laughs> well, deep down, I I'm obviously do right. hurt. <laughs> Good. I just cover well. All right. Okay, well, you sort of already addressed how the whole Newbridge uh, universe mm-hmm. was accidental, but how, uh, I mean, how far, how far do you, how far do you take it? I mean, uh, what, how ambitious is it going to be? Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you mean. It's. It kind of is this thing I mean, that is ours to play yeah. with. It oh. could go anywhere. <laughs> how, big, how big is this town and how many uh, That changes insane. also. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, we just revealed that there are three sports stadiums in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which makes uh, no sense. It's a small, yeah. it's a small <laughs> to mid-sized New Jersey town, not city, no. town. And yeah. there were three. Yeah. Wasn't it like there was three concerts? There was like a There's pavilion. Th- and There's the, a coliseum and, and an arena. Yeah, yeah. And just like and Trump is is about to you build to build the, yeah. the world's tallest uh, office building. There was that, <laughs> and then there was the um, the G.G. Allen stuff was going to get built in new. Was that in going to get built in new? There's going to yeah. be like a giant G.G. Allen build. I yeah. can't. I wish uh, Omar was here. Yeah. He would. <laughs> we can't remember a lot of it. That's I the problem because there's I, so much of it. Yeah. Um, do you have a name for the universe, like the Askewniverse of uh, Kevin that's, Smith? That's what Kevin Smith called. The Newniverse, maybe? The bane of my yeah. existence. I actually saw him at uh, a screening of Ratatouille uh-huh. and, uh, with his daughter. So and wearing I was, those stupid shorts. Yes, and, and the, the trench coat. And the trench coat. <laughs> no mm-hmm. socks. Stupid baseball cap and it was, on one side. <laughs> no, it was stadium seating, and I was two rows behind him, so I was looking right down on his bald spot. Why didn't you kill him? <laughs> you had a shot at him. I did have a nice clean shot. throw some popcorn at him? Ugh. 
I I didn't have any, but I would have. Cause at, he started texting near, like right at the end of the of movie. He like, took a text yeah. message. Yeah, good. And then Elise, my wife, heard that he was like raving. At, oh, the movie's so great! And she was like, "Oh, really? I saw you texting." <laughs> Did she actually say that to him? Not to him. This oh, was. Gosh. She said that to her radio that was okay. broadcasting right. him saying oh, how great God. it was. I hate that guy so much. That guy's the worst thing for New Jersey. <laughs> like growing up and still living in New Jersey. Yeah. It um. This is my, I'm on my own here, by the way. Just so don't lump John in with this. <laughs> no, I hate it. But just like that guy's Jersey. He's not Jersey. Guy's sure trash down there. Guy makes funnel cake for a, like people make funnel cake for the people other people from New Jersey. You know what I mean? Make sure the ski ball machine's got plenty of tickets in it. Make sure the funnel cake's got plenty of sugar on top. That's all I need from you, Jersey Shore trash. Jasper. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I sorry. I didn't mean to take it off into that. I didn't do a radio show this week. So I have a it's lot. It's all coming out now. <laughs> yeah, I feel so weirdly compelled. Yeah. I realize that two hours that yeah. I do complain. That's your I think, outlet. I think I really do need to do that yeah. kind of complaining. We can do a separate thing after this interview. You could just talk into the mic for two or hours. I might just take this mic with me. Okay. Just be in the car. <laughs> the other thing I can't stand, driving around Los Angeles. Zach Braff. <laughs> Is he from New Jersey? Yeah, well, he did that movie Garden State, right? But I didn't know if that yeah, was he, that would have been even. That's the only yeah. thing that could have made it worse is if he wasn't even from exactly. New Well, then he would have been. We would have gotten him. We, <laughs> right. we, well, people mad at Sopranos. You know, they're mad. Jersey won. Jersey beat New York. Right. Philly Atardo died in the end. Sopranos <laughs> live on. Jersey wins again. We did it. We did it. That psychopath, uh, Tony Soprano, still alive. We did it. Or is he? He's still alive. In my heart, he is. <laughs> Me too. Where were we? Go, Sean. Oh, we were talking about <laughs> Newbridge. Mm-hmm. So during the calls, there's us- there's always some kind of a what's the term? self-referential uh, aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any conscious plan like how? Because certain calls. It's you, you know, it could just be a name or a couple names or some event, and then other calls are just it's one thing after another. Is yeah, that is that also accidental? That's a that's no, a great question. Yeah, um, Matt, no, you could learn a few <laughs> things from Jasper here. <laughs> I'm trying. It's um, I guess in in the last year or so, we we've, we've really yeah. been been bringing yeah. stuff back and sort of you know, cr- yeah, cr- you know, crossing uh, you know, certain people's lives together. Uh, which to me is that makes it even funnier in Newbridge yeah. when all of a sudden you realize that that guy knows that that yeah. guy's related to yeah, that I guy. know that <laughs> guy's related people are related where um and that we do different we do kind of two different gears with that stuff ultimately where it's like some calls are there's probably three different gears some are new stuff yeah and it's meant like everybody who's listening can get in on the action and figure you know have fun with the new call there's ones that'll reference They'll a little be, bit, yeah. They'll they'll reference it a little bit. The world where you, but you can still hang with the call definitely. And then there's these other ones that we do once in a while that are just laundry lists, <laughs> right? Of they are just if if you didn't follow the show, I would think it would be pretty confusing. Yeah, and you might be able to laugh at few things, but it's so it's so referencing. Yeah. I don't know who Reggie Monroe is. Yeah, you know that sort of yeah. thing. So. Things like yeah, like because you'll do these things with these lists like. We've created so many bands, bands. in Newbridge yeah. where you did this list <laughs> recently. You were naming 
like bands I didn't remember. Like, like yeah. I totally forgot about Sister Sheila. Sister even Sheila. that, it's, yeah. that's from. That's uh, that's a band that uh, Mother Thirteen had toured. Yeah, with. yeah. <laughs> and their manager, their manager Rupert. Rupert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's just like you did this one where it was like. We have this thing going on in in Iron's reggae challenge. Iron's yeah. <laughs> reggae, yeah. There's this thing going on where it's the um, for the, for about a, I don't know if you're gonna are you gonna ask about cocaine at some point? Our love of I might drugs mm-hmm. and things. not not using drugs no. of just like drugs as the people of Newbridge. Yeah, have, exactly. Have had a cocaine problem yeah. over, over, for, the, over the years, and it which was. Is morphed into a new a new yeah, a, a, yeah. it's been replaced Newbridgean. Uh, <laughs> By a, a lip balm, a lip balm that contains blue. contains a, <laughs> a narcotic, a narcotic, yes, <laughs> but <laughs> which is apparently given out at convenience stores. It, yes, yeah, it was. I gotta say, for, for when we were talking about, like, for Coke was killing us. Just we the would, funniest like, thing because yeah. neither of us have ever done Coke, and it's just, I guess, <laughs> it was it's just, just like the, we it, were di- <laughs> we've just been dying Coke. laughing about. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I know. Look. There's plenty of people whose lives I know people whose lives have been ravaged <laughs> <Yes>. by cocaine. <laughs> people who have died yeah. because of cocaine, and it's like, but um, but just like, I don't know why it just became so funny. The idea just, just of hear- making all the characters do coke. Yeah. It's and, just like, and to hear you always say, "You were doing coke, weren't you?" <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's just like, so that became funny and. Then we've now amped it up to this drug that doesn't exist, which makes everybody fall asleep, which is just, it even kills me even more. It's so stupid, and it, does, it, we don't even have a, it doesn't even have a place. Well, I mean, there are drugs that make people fall asleep. I know they're, it's not like we're making that up. Right. But they're not in lip balm form. Not in lip balm form. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. sold, like Sean said, at, at uh, Sieben und, under uh, Elf. Yeah, which is the Seven Eleven run by the two German guys in town. So. Yeah. Next question. All right. Sorry about that. He was old. He put. What he was put enraptured that by Never called yeah. your questions up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's one thing. Advantage, uh, Matt, on that one. Thank you. Thank you. This is like if we were doing this in front of an audience and we had a mic for people to come down and ask yeah. questions, but Jouster just kept getting up. And, <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait a minute. I got you? another one. I got another one. I'm that guy. But that gentleman <laughs> to my left. Into the mic. Come on. Okay. Uh, Not going to bite. You can lean into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's along the same lines as the last question. You have uh, like a cache of uh, phrases that you've come up with that you will. Really? <laughs> yeah. you will, this is news uh, to me. Use throughout. What? Uh, I guess the question is, why is it always funny? <laughs> how, I mean, well, when, how do you? How do you? The, how do you know? Constructs of comedy work like this. <laughs> Job kid. Yeah. No. What was the uh, So okay. So uh, these. <laughs> the catchphrases. Yeah. These yeah these phrases these callbacks. Where do do they just come from? Uh, are they uh, are they completely improvised or are they things that I'm you? I'm sure. Wait, what was just just something that was said one night and yeah. and then it? What if we stretched it out more? Mm-hmm. You know, and then variations. What what what, what where was yeah. one? Wait, so, why? Wait, why? Yeah. Um, and it just it became a point. I remember there was a point where you said, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And then you said, "You said you said wait what?" And he said, "Like yeah. wait what?" <laughs> I was like, "Then wait what?" 
then wait, what? It yeah. <laughs> doesn't get longer. And then that, I mean, obviously that just became yeah. the joke then. Yeah. How long can John stretch this wait yeah. what out? Yeah. And it was like, and for a while I was like, it's like, wow, this is becoming like a thing. And like, I remember asking my wife and it was like, I was like, like, I guess like, is that like a thing we do now? And she's like, you kind of like, she's like, yeah. I was like, I guess it, okay. I guess it is. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. Like, yeah. cause it wasn't even. No, we never like like we need we need a ca- we need something that yeah like a, a catchphrase exactly. or whatever. It just sort of happened, and then I think that I think that's the thing. The thing I like about it uh, about what we do is that there is really never a master game plan and stuff like that. It's like a like what can we like get a out happy of this? accident that yeah. just sort of keeps coming, and yeah, there's there's been a lot of those. And maybe yeah. it's like a thing where I think a lot of people can relate to this is if if you guys weren't doing a show. But you still are. You like to make each other laugh. Right. It would be a mm-hmm. thing that you would probably Absolutely. say to him on the phone Absolutely. anyway, yeah. yeah, just to yeah. make him laugh. I think that's what I think people respond to that is because we've never we've never had to address one note ever, ever, ever <laughs> yeah. for anything we've ever done on the radio. It literally the only the only thing is if it makes John laugh and makes me laugh, yeah, then we're doing it and that's it's so great that that's the only thing especially when you work in other forms and things like you know trying to get writing going much more collaborative mediums uh, media it's nice to um have a thing that's just ours nobody tells us what to do on it And and that's the thing that people respond to it's not the stuff that where you end up Making it this hodgepodge of everybody getting trying uh, to please everybody. Yeah, right, yeah, right. But as you go into uh, maybe trying to do a TV show, are you bracing yourself for that prospect of having to deal with notes and other people's ideas? And how do you feel about that? I'm sure that will that will factor in, yeah. you know. And I guess we, I don't know. We're, I mean, that's the that's it's like it is the reality yeah, of TV. Just how that is. You know, I mean, working on on um, Monk, it's like there are two hundred people working on the show, and it's they're all going to have a say on things, and they all should have a say on things. They're there all the time, but it's you have to know what you believe in and what you're willing to not go to bat for, and what you can't live without changing. Right. And and we'll we'll you know when something goes to the next place, we'll be ready for it and. But we'll walk out of the room. Yeah, I guess. exactly. We will submarine ourselves. Yep. No, thank you. <laughs> and but that's the thing that the radio show is such a good home to have, where we don't have to worry about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you, you don't have notes, but have you dealt much with like uh, backlash from uh, celebrities or things like that? None. One. I mean, I, I c- like who? Can you think of somebody in particular? Gene Simmons. <laughs> no. 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 I don't know why he would be. Yeah. Gene Simmons. Uh, Michael Jackson's manager. Michael Jackson's manager no. never got in touch with us. No. The targets tend to be big enough that... That, that they'll, they will never know about this. Yeah, exactly. I can think of... Are you holding Marky Ramon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did Mark and Ramon? Uh, no, I know. No, I think he might know about it though. Yeah. But we stopped. Yeah. That actually was a weird thing where it was like, John does a Marky <laughs> Ramon impression, and it would just 
We had a, a flurry of Mark Your Bone yeah. calls over the course but of a couple months or so. Do you remember where it started? It was like, it was on the phone. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing, we, <laughs> you would do Mark Your Bone on the phone for years. This is, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you did it first, I think. Uh huh. Yeah. We did battling Mark Your Bone. That's what it was. It was like, hey, everybody. He was like, what if, what how's if everybody to doing tonight? <laughs> hey, Mark. Hey, what's up, Ma? How you doing? I'm doing all right, Ma. How are your drums? Just <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I was talking about the Ramones on one. I was talking about Little Steven wearing the uh, the dumbest <laughs> like Ramones jacket yeah. on like the like ABC New Year's right, Rock right. and Eve thing. He was like, <laughs> he was up on like this platform over Times Square with Stuart Scott from ESPN. It's like with the dumbest pairing you could yeah. ever have. He's like. It's like Stuart Scott's like, so what do you have for plan for the New Year's? Like the Ramones. Like he turns around, like points at the back of his jacket. It was so stupid. And I was talking about it on your mic, and all of a sudden you hey. called like as Marky Ramone. Like we had done it on the phone yeah. for years, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, that's not very cool. We're pretty happy with the idea. Be talking about that stuff like that. Yeah. But then it was like it was like crack in a way. It was like. Then the next week, Bark Earmone called, and the week after, yeah. it was finally like, you know, we got to stop. This is too. Mark Earmone's erotic, <laughs> er, erotic fiction book that he just yeah. put out. Yeah. And yeah, and then it was just like, all right, this guy, this guy's like a hero, sort yeah. of, you know, in some and ways. He, he didn't ask for this. Yeah, he's still <laughs> out. He's yeah. still out there trying to make a living. Yeah. And he didn't cross us, I guess. That's why yeah. we, uh, we, back. No, yeah. it was, it was. <laughs> Yeah, we like that. We like Marky Ramone, yes, yeah. and it wasn't the kind of thing like because then people were like, we were getting emails from people like, oh, I saw Marky Ramone at this thing. I was gonna go up and scream in his face and tell him he sucked. It's like he doesn't suck. He's like, he's like, we're like, and it was like, we cannot. This thing cannot turn no. into that. Like, no. Like, hey, we're checking on. MySpace, Marky Ron's MySpace page. He's gonna be at this club. Go get him. Get him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. So it was that that was one that we backed off. Yeah. But it was fun while it lasted. So you have fooled people in cases like that with Marky Ramone thinking Some yeah. people have, have have thought it's real. Yeah. Yeah. There were emails coming in like like oh Marky like I heard Marky on your show. Like what a dope. Yeah. And that's the other reason too. It's like <laughs> Like, like this. <laughs> we don't want people to think that he actually is trying to sell these erotic things. Yeah, exactly. or, or start his own airline, yeah. which is yeah. one thing we were talking Or reform yeah. the, the reforming the Ramones was the best thing because there are four surviving Ramones. When you look at their butt. <laughs> Three of them are drummers. Yeah. And one, one is their final bass player. Yeah. So it would be this thing where it's like, I got the big nose, I'm reforming the Ramones. It's like it's going to be three, me. Tommy, Tommy, Richie, <laughs> and then CJ is going to play bass and sing. Yeah, it, was, it was like, it was like, so poor guy doesn't des- doesn't yeah. deserve that. Speaking of little Steven, yeah, you had a. <laughs> you like that segue? Yeah, that was pretty good. You had a uh, ongoing. Uh, I don't know, scheme to move to Sirius Radio, uh-huh. sponsored by uh, Little Steven. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was... Didn't pan out. Yeah. What, what do you want that, to know that about was, that? That was never a real thing, was it? Well, what do you think? Yeah, what do you... I don't think so. You don't think it was real? Was it, it wasn't real. That was 
Is that, that was hilarious too. Because it was <laughs> yeah. like Howard Stern was moving to Sirius, right. and there's other DJs on WFMU who work in radio as their day job, and a lot of them work at Sirius and do other shows. And it was plausible. <laughs> it was exactly because people would be like, "Hey, why aren't you guys going to satellite yeah. radio?" It's like, well, because eleven people listen on satellite radio, and then we would also now have a boss right. to boot, and who might not get. You this couldn't thing. even say the device. Yeah. <laughs> so it was this thing where it's like, it was, it was, I mean, I can, I can remember the moment in the show. I'm like, I was doing the radio show and I just said, everybody, I have a big announcement to make. And I had no big announcement to make. It was just like some weird, like, just creating yeah. excitement. The anticipation. For, just, just I have a built. big announcement to make next week. I think, I think I built Let It Go for a while. Or maybe I did it that show. It was like, I had no big, and I said, I'm leaving the show. I'm going to move it to serious, like making it up. Like <laughs> little Steven has expressed interest in it. And, and, um, I'm going to go for it. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. It's going to be great. And I even did a farewell, built in this like farewell show. You were very, yeah. You were very arrogant. Yeah, I'm arrogant. <laughs> it just became a thing all of a sudden. It's like, well, I guess I'm playing this all the way yep. down the line. And then, then I remember the week after when you, you, you remember I came back mm-hmm. and it was just like, it was a disaster. <laughs> it was like, I don't know what happened. I like talked like that for an hour. Like I was claiming I wanted to go to Sirius so I could do toilet talk is like what my goal was. <laughs> yeah. I finally get to do toilet talk, which is my goal. <laughs> like it was, to me is like. I like, oh, I can't wait to finally say, and because I don't want to do toilet. Like I'm here, and I haven't cursed <laughs> no. yet. Like I, I look at a microphone as something you don't curse into. It's like mm-hmm. there's no need to. And it was just playing into that thing of like serious radio. It's like it's like unshackled, and you can say whatever <laughs> you want. It's like I don't want to. I'm saying whatever I want, but not like a moron where I can <laughs> right. can actually find ways to say it, so you can say it in. Mixed company, perhaps, and mm-hmm. and then that final that show back was like, was that was the funniest thing to me, just like saying that he was um, he wanted me to do the show on a toilet, was <laughs> yeah. <something> like, <laughs> like, like it was going to be toilet talk. He wanted me on a toilet, and I wasn't going to do it. And <laughs> and then little Stephen, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm back, and I just. That was, <laughs> and and yet that did create a legitimate buzz. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. you, on AST yeah. it was a big deal. Everyone was talking about was it. Leaving, get your serious rate. Like <laughs> I actually I made a point of never saying go buy a serious radio because right. I didn't want right. anybody to be like, hey, <laughs> I did buy one. Yeah, I bought one. I just got a three year subscription. Because yeah. <laughs> then also I'd be like, you owe me two hundred forty dollars, <laughs> which I didn't want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about maybe some of your favorite uh, your favorite calls that you've done. Um, had I been able to get through it better, I think the Montgomery Davies, the judge, would have been mm-hmm. a favorite. Uh, uh, what else? Kitty Bay is a favorite, uh, mainly for the reason that, <laughs> like you said, that it, it was completely on the fly for yeah. Now, does that eighty percent of it? Do you do that very often? Like something like uh, when Paula Tompkins is on and Philly Boy Roy calls in, was that just uh, 
was that premeditated or was I that don't think that planned. was planned out at all. Really. I'll just called. Yeah, on that. yeah, he that was, was pretty much off the cuff too. Yeah, um, and those can be really fun. It's the ones where yeah. where maybe if we we plan on doing a fairly mm-hmm. involved or long bit where there's not much yeah. planned out, that that's when it can sort yeah. of go south. But those calls <laughs> are, are are fun with like Paul and yeah, you know, where you just sort of there are there are each other. There are really well written bits that we do, and there are other ones like Philly Boy Roy where it'll be like, "Hey, you want to call us? Philly Boy? <laughs> you want to okay. call us uh, Roy tonight? Yeah. Like maybe Roy, uh, you know, bought a Doom buggy, and then like that's all we have. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but those are fun because those are exercises in improv, yeah. and, but operating with a character who we've lived with for a while, and those are fun for their own reason, but. You can feel comfortable doing that if Paul calls or somebody calls and talks to Roy because Roy is like fully fleshed yeah, out and at he, this point. He knows what Roy is and who he is. And yeah. He's probably the, 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 the character that is closest to my heart, I guess, because I'm, I'm from near Philly originally. So I, I'm able to, to pull, uh, you know, some. So he's based on. Real experiences, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, parts of it, and then parts of it, of course, just so outrageous just, yeah, that, just that they couldn't. Fantasy, be. But, but, yeah. uh, but that—that's kind of a. a uh, I knew people that that thought somewhat like that as I when I was growing up. You know, who who were, you know, insane in that in that way. Yeah, yeah, proud people of Philly. Yeah. There's a weird city pride there that is, da- is dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> is that your favorite? Your favorite? Um, is, is Philly Boy Roy your favorite? To he's probably the the, the, the easiest to do, uh, you know, without without putting a lot of thought into it. And if if someone like Paul will call, that's that's the one you sort of go to because you know mm-hmm. that that's that's going to be the it can sustain exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I liked uh, Andy from Lake New- Newbridge on the new one, and uh, the uh, Zachary Brimstead is fun. The 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 uh, morbidly obese uh, barbershop, barbershop guy. yeah guy, yeah, like him. I, I would say my favorite is Zachary Brimstead and um, Timmy Von Trimble, yeah, because I remember like we were figuring that one out. It was like it was around Christmas, and driving yeah. around it was like talking on the phone and like sometimes we talk on the phone like sometimes I'll be the character and you'll be the straight man yeah. then you'll be the character I'll be the straight as, as we're like pounding this thing out figuring things and then it was like um, it's like what if this guy's two inches tall like it was like so stupid it was such a dumb yeah. notion like and then it became dumber it's like because it's like oh well if people go oh that's the the yeah. twist that they had he's only two inches tall it's like no he's racist the twist it's the he's twist. racist yeah. <laughs> so it's like that was having that extra twist in there. I just love how he combines. He's so innocent and cute, and so horrible at the yeah. same time. Like he takes a bath in a <laughs> what's in like a, a thimble. No, he, he goes to the thimble's he poo- his bathroom. He poops in a thimble. Yeah. yeah, but like he got he was at a white power thing and got picked up by a bird. Yeah, which to <laughs> me is like it's like Stuart Little cute and just Detest- horrifyingly gross. Yeah. Now those two characters are a couple of your weirder uh, voices. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, do you think much about what kind of uh... Uh, a lot of times it's it's uh, 
I mean, I'm I'm not a great voice guy, uh, but uh, there are some that come kind of easily, like the Zachary Brimstead, where you know, just hmm, which is yeah. some cartoon character, I'm sure that yeah, is, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, jabber jaw, yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, I I don't often often think, oh, I I need a voice for this guy, you know, because uh, most of them don't, yeah. It's not the no. point, right? The, no. con- the no. content is the voice. We're never trying to do. It's not like you've never put forth that you are like the man of a thousand voices. Right. Yeah, because I'm certainly not. And also, it would be so hard for you to, to be like 35 minutes in with some of those. Yeah, man, like Zachary. Yeah, they're Brinstead hard to su- sustain sometimes. You know, kills you. Like yeah. there's times where you're just like dying doing that just from the <laughs> from the. Yeah. That your throat must yeah. just be stretched at a certain. Yeah, and then your point. voice goes normal for, for a little bit, and then I'll have to stop, and he'll just just fill that space with yeah. talking while yeah. I get it, try to get it back. Okay, so stereo laughs. Mm-hmm. That's uh, your label. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Well, we had been. Um, Giving the rock, rotten rule tape out to to people, uh, mainly bands, touring bands, for them to listen to in the van. And we also had something on the other side of that, which was a bit called Conventions Inc., which was the second. Mm-hmm. It's the second bit we yeah, ever did. Second bit we did. We did re-aired a, later, right? I'm sorry. You re-aired that right, later. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. We we actually played it later. Yeah, but we had done it probably two weeks after I we think did so. rock, yeah. rotten rule. And so. We gave those out, and then they really started circulating, and we just kind of thought, you know, we should probably put this out as, like, a legitimate release before somebody else does, you know, because... be like some sort of, like... Because at that point, it would be like... Like, if you remember, like, before the Jerky Boys were identified as the Jerky Boys, there were, like, labels putting that right. thing out yeah. and, like, just, you know, hey, we're putting this vinyl out with that. And so it just, like... This is before the Internet when apparently everything... Should be free for everyone right. at all times. <laughs> this is when actually a tangible CD was worth something. Right. <laughs> Where you didn't have to just sell one. Right. And then that was the only one you'd ever sell. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just a point for us to control it, I think, a little bit. And also to be able to not be dubbing cassettes off, yeah. which mm-hmm. are not the most fun way to yeah. listen to things, especially in, like, 1999. Right. So yeah, then we, we we put it out, and, and uh, every couple of years we'd we'd uh, put a best of out of of the you know the previous mm-hmm. two years or so, and we'd go through the tapes and pick six or so that we thought were really good, and yeah, and it always gets narrowed down a little bit. It's kind of interesting to see which ones hold up, and right. you know, sometimes we finish the show and we're just like that one was. That was perfect. Yeah. And other times, it's like, hey, you know which one's pretty good? Like, listening back, yeah. it's like, this one's better than maybe yeah. we thought it was. It didn't feel that great while yeah. it was happening, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and you listen to it, and it was actually better, great. Than, better than you thought. Yeah, Pretty great. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty damn great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the, what is the editing process like on those? Because I know there's... That's John. John does so much. i got to yeah. say, for the CDs, they, John <laughs> works... So much on making those CDs come out and spends months upon months editing them and assembling the packaging and mastering them. It is, it's like, I don't know. It's like that. I give you 
Um, nothing but oh, please. Uh, uh, applause for oh, that. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, well, sometimes the bits can be like 40 minutes long or so. And that, that's, that's, if it's a bit that we think will we'll have a good place on a CD, you want to kind of trim it and trim the fat from yeah. it. And But a big thing is making sure that something that has been referenced early that you cut out doesn't get referenced again later mm-hmm. on because that's not going to make any sense to anybody. And so it's basically stuff like that. And we try to keep the the bit intact and the, yeah. the general idea. If they're like there. idealized perfect versions exactly, of the yeah. bits because yeah. they're just when you're listening to on the radio it's you're listening in real time or you're listening uh, you know that later that week and you can accept that it's a it was happening as you were hearing it right. but nobody wants to pay i think when people want to hear that they want to hear like a produced bit i mean Pretty no tight. different you guys editing the cd's you put right. out yeah. you know mm-hmm. so you just so get, it's tightening up basically that's that's the main the main thing have you ever done like a a call not on the air like almost like a rehearsal call and to just to like work something out and then go and then work off of that not really i mean maybe maybe yeah. early on we 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 would run through the stuff but ne- never like a like a real rehearsal no we w- yeah. there's there's times when we'll go back and forth on a moment that we know is going to come out on there if it has to do with sp- specific Timing, like what? There was one recently where it was the you calling as the author who can't stop cursing. Where I just like you, you. I asked this oh, really yeah. long question, having this author who wrote some some office yeah. uh, management book on. I asked this question that literally I wrote out. It was two pages of my <laughs> notebook, and then the thing is that John would. Like so, how would you answer? It's like, you're like, well, that, well t- yeah, and I and I would, I told you like, what well, I guess, yeah. please cut me off when I say this word. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, and then, um, you know what else we did that was um, the, like we'll play moments of silence like that sometimes just to see how they feel in things. You know what right. I mean? Like, just to see what it's like for you to for both of us to ride something really right. quiet out. Yeah. Just you know, and it. I, I, I like silence. Silence is funny to me. Yeah. Uh, this might be more for Tom. But uh, finally, yeah. and I knew Sean would ask one just for Tom. <laughs> I don't know if it's a sensitive subject, but hmm. there were other there were other men in your life <laughs> that that called into the show who seemed to have maybe uh, <clears throat> faded away more recently. Was that? Um, like a Matt Walsh. Yeah, or... you know what? I, I would say, um, you know, I guess I can be honest with it. It's just, you know, it's like I did it, it when the show was figuring out what it was. It, um, John, me and John were, were the, the those were the ones that mean the most to me in terms of like that's that's the real dynamic. John's my partner with this stuff, and that's how I've always felt. And it was that way before the radio show, and it'll be that way after the radio show. We'll be working together. And But it's still three hours filling out a, the show's a long time. It's like, hey, this will be a thing where other people can call in too. But then as you know, Andy Earls call, was one of the callers. He's an incredibly funny guy. And John Benjamin would call in and do things. Uh, John Glazer would call in. Matt Walsh would call in and do things. But it got to the point where I really think what – 
John and I have is is uh, like it's special enough that I, I really want the show to be. You know, people would think that John was Andy, or Andy was John, or John Benjamin was John, or just like it was such a thing. As like, I think John Worcester and I have worked long enough and every week in and out to build something that I think that that has to be what the show is um is about it's the dynamic that we built and i mean i i still think those guys are incredibly funny and i admire all of them but i just want to focus on the thing that we've built and that sounds about right right yeah yeah so and just um i paid him to say that (laughs) that's right so that is about then all honesty that is the most important thing to me is the thing that we've we've been working on and i don't want it to get cluttered or um confused with other people because right? i think we've we've kind of earned it at this point so i want to respect it and what's interesting is that you guys as you've talked about uh really this is what this is your main comic uh sort of uh output like you, these like uh, matt walsh is involved mm-hmm. in a, a very successful sketch group uh, improv group uh, all these people do other things but mm-hmm. what you guys do uh with each other that's yeah. that's what you do and right. and bringing yeah, yeah, other yeah, people yeah, in yeah. it brings other sensibilities into mm-hmm. it yeah and uh and that changes it yeah exactly i think this is this is the thing that's most important to me that's it kind of just comes down to that and it's it's our place to do it right this is like our yeah our our means of getting our thing out there it's almost like a band. Like if you can, you can you can play with other people, but there's yeah. really when you find a partnership that works, yeah, exactly. that's it. Yeah, right. it's like James Hatfield. This guy gets the bars. He does get it. <laughs> if I can ask you a job interview type question, what do you guys think your greatest strengths as a duo are? I mean, you kind of explored that a little earlier, but hmm. could you verbalize? You think? I don't know. I like. I think the. Um, I think there's just an there's like an intuition between us now at this point that we're we almost have like a there's almost like a single oh definitely head yeah. between us yeah. you know like it's like we've yeah. I mean there's it's so rare I mean I don't know if it's almost ever happened where it's like I don't even, honestly don't know if it's ever happened where it's like we're not doing that or you know where either no. of us had said no oh, way no. no you know we always talk about it talk about it talk about it and we find the thing that works as the best way to go with the things i mean is that oh totally for yeah me, that's what yeah it is. and we we both know i guess we both just just know what the other is going to think is funny and that like you said there's never any any arguing over oh we shouldn't do that that's you know that's it's, it's generally it's like hey you know i think yeah. maybe we did a little too much marky ramon yeah. you know then it's like yeah we like we i think we end up in the same place yeah with things it's not like it's not like I want to keep doing Marky Ramon. I want to. It's like we get it, and we we tend to end up in the same place. Yeah. Um, I think, in terms of uh, like our you know philosophy with the stuff, a lot of times yeah. too. You know, when we know enough's enough. Okay, real quick. Uh, I guess the thing you're most well known for outside of the show was the episode you did of Tom Goes to the Mayor. Do you want to? Is that actually the only that is that the only thing you've done outside of the best well, show they, together as um, a duo? We've done we've done stuff that 
that you, you might not have seen. You yet. have the column in uh, Harp yeah. magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we uh, there's a column in Harp magazine that we've done uh, like a fake rock history thing that we are doing on our website now, which is sharplingandworcester.com. Yeah, and um, we um, we've written. Uh, we wrote a, a movie that didn't go anywhere mm-hmm. called Rock School. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. It would have been like... <laughs> this is pre-2003. This is pre-2003. Yeah. Yeah. This was... Uh, Pre-Jack Black. It was like... Yeah. Uh, yes. It was, uh, it, was, it was like Hall from Hall & Oates hit the skids in the thing. You know, it wasn't... It was like... Uh, and Oates became wildly successful exactly. as like yeah. a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then... Um, Paul ended up going back to this school and mm-hmm. pretending that he had this giant grant that would like <laughs> if like he changed the curriculum of yeah. the school just to glorify himself as like this rock <laughs> and it was um wasn't that that was what it was about right I and it was so, yeah. it was really I, it made me laugh yeah. and I could it I thought it was funny and I can also see how some of some stupid executive would just be like I don't get what this is, is this is, all this about? isn't what we yeah. what we paid you for yeah. I remember, um, do you remember the Blair Witch joke in it? Like, it was like, no. there was like an audition in it and the, there was, um, there was the Japanese band called Awesome City. Right. They were in it. Yeah. Like this, didn't speak any English, but that classic, you know, English is a second language, Awesome City. And, um, there was, um, the Mariano clan were in it, which uh-huh. is, uh, like Hanson, but with a. Father, Do- domineering father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just forcing the kids to be in a band and write songs about, about him. Yeah, <laughs> like is it, what a great dad he is. Dad, you're a star. Yep, dad, you're a star. It. Was in the script, and then there was um, it was like Blair Witch. It was like a guy was doing to the tune of All Star by Smash Mouth. It was like, hey, like, now you're, you're a Blair, Blair Witch. Witch. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. And it was like standing in the corner. All alone was like the. It's like I thought that was yeah. clever and Blair Witch jokes, right? You can still make them. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but we had the, we've we've done that. We've um, the Tom goes to the mayor. There was maybe th- three episodes that we or four that we you know yeah. I'm not even sure how many yeah. it ended up being. We worked yeah. on two times uh, throughout the second season. Yeah. We we uh, were brainstorming ideas with uh, Tim and Eric. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, I think stuff ended up, we probably ended up getting credit on three or four. Yeah. I don't even remember, but it was, it was fun. I like those guys yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, um, but the best is yet to come. Absolutely. You get ready. Yeah. The Tom goes to the mayor. This will be a distant memory by the time when we launch, uh, when we launch the, uh, the New code. Br- right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New bridge nights. Yeah. With a K. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, very exciting stuff yeah. on the horizon. Yeah. Can, you, can you reveal anything you got? TV. Is, your, is this your helicopter coming to get you guys? Yeah. This is it, actually. Yeah. Okay, I, I guess we should wrap it up because yeah. he's going to land. I think this is uh, the Seattle Mike <laughs> from the, uh, is that his name? From the message <laughs> Seattle board? Mike from the message board. I yeah. love the names on the AST message board. Rye bread. Yeah. T flax. <laughs> just, just took a dump. Smart bunny. Smart bunny. Devil face. Um, calling them all out. John. Huh? John. <laughs> There's like a guy who just went with John. My name. There's like, a new guy, Brian. What's Brian? I like the idea. Like, hey, it's Brian. He's seeing these amazing names. Superiority <laughs> yeah. complex. He's like, Brian. 
Just no. another asshole. Yeah, just another one asshole. word makes yes. the just screws up the the alignment of everything every time he posts. <laughs> right. So wide. Uh, All time favorite <laughs> AST name. Jouster. David Letternam. <laughs> David, David Letternam. Yeah. yeah. Matt. I always said it. I always said David Letternam. I always said it in my head okay. that way, actually, and it was all caps. Who's your favorite, Matt? Nassad Droog. Nassad Droog. Uh, I don't like that name. You don't like that. Unfortunately. Sorry, Nadset. <laughs> I got to think about that. You guys. My well, favorite? Evil Sparky Pop. Mm. Yeah. Oh, actually, that reminds me of my, my actual favorite was Neutral Sparky Pop. Neutral Sparky Pop. <laughs> that came in after after Evil Sparky, Sparky Pop. Sparky Pop. We'd just post after everything Sparky Pop said and said, mm, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Big ups to Sparky Pop, yeah, right, yeah, everyone? Absolutely. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. But Thank he, you. He's great. yeah is there anything you guys want to say to the ast i know there's ast oh we have to talk about that briefly uh, what what about the controversy of the um the asc poll being do we have to talk about perhaps you know what infiltrated you can't go around a problem sometimes jouster (laughs) you gotta embrace it and deal with it and get it behind you jouster doesn't like conflict he doesn't like uh controversy but i think we should address it i guess uh the guy who does our recaps omar aka rob posted a thing on on the message board for the radio show like hey vote in this poll like he reposted the thing that was this is so stupid oh my god i can't believe i'm actually (laughs) discussing this and then it was like you can't post that it's like i'm not taking it down it got real heated it's like it's like i'm not taking it down I'm going to register and just start voting. And it's like became this heated thing. And then all of a sudden, like, I guess we placed higher than before. And it was like asterisk yeah. next to it. And qualified. The, the tragedy of that is, is, is the guy who runs the, that poll is, is one of your biggest sure. fans. I love Mark is great. You know him. I you, think Mark's yeah, awesome. He obviously loves you guys. Yeah. You know what? It's a poll. We got to all move on. That's right. You know, it's time to end it anyway. Paul Thompson is going to win again. Yeah. Right. This guy's got a lock on yeah. it now. Top four. You could pencil the top four. You want me to predict the top four again? Do it. Any of these names in some certain order. Paul <laughs> F. Tompkins, Pat Oswalt, Louis C.K., Zach Galifianakis. That sounds pretty solid. Just you put those right. four names in a in a jar and then shake <laughs> it. Jumble them up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then read them off and just say that that's the poll. Next. I say end the poll. I, yeah. I am not necessarily in disagreement with that um but but i will say that you guys have legitimately a lot of fans on ast we are more more than ever yeah i mean mark it's really uh (laughs) it's one of those things that i think it's it's like people meeting halfway there's there's people on the board who discover you from the board yes and then there's people who know about you who come to the board roller tony for example (laughs) the podcast which yes. we haven't mentioned. Sure. Do you think that's uh have you noticed that that's been a, a big boost yeah. for your... I think it is, definitely. Yeah, people... Um, in my travels, I meet people who, who just say, I got turned on by the podcast. And, yeah. You know. We're getting begged... Now I love you. ...for a no. long time to keep doing the podcast, to keep doing it. And the problem is that WFMU, they're not going to let you put music on a thing because the station doesn't want to get in trouble for, mm-hmm. um, you know against the riaa right. so at some point there was a, a guy named uh, mel in hawaii who listens to the show and he was like he said to me he was like please let me help you do a podcast please let me do a podcast and I, it was never a priority then all of a sudden it was like you know what let's just do it and um 
because Mel actually has every episode of the show already ed- with the music edited out. He has a separate hard drive. See, this is why you're himself? not top five fans. <laughs> this is why. Do you have a set? Do you own a separate computer no. filled with just the radio show? Mel he's, does. He's, <laughs> he's not a fan of music. No, he. But he's more a fan of. Of, uh, he didn't cut John. the music out because he didn't like it. Yeah. He did it for the podcast. What is this noise? <laughs> He's not just some crazy OCD guy he who needs music out of music. everything. But he was editing it before the there was. Something oh, he was. Like, yeah, for years just before, in anticipation of you yeah, guys doing exactly. a podcast, That's, or just because he likes to listen to just the. Talk. That's hardcore. So he, you know, he he's so awesome. He works very hard on it every week. He pulls the music out and reposts it. So that it's uh, safe to go up, and the station can sign off on it. And it's a, you know, it ends up being like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour podcast, which is a lot for people to listen to in one week, I think, when driving yeah. around on the train or whatever. But it's great. I think it's awesome that it's out there, and I'm really happy with the response we got. And um, that was another fun thing I like doing, just lying about the podcast, the <laughs> subscription numbers. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Let me I just check the numbers. It went down two yeah. this week. I mean, while it's like... Fluctu- Fluctuating yeah, wildly. I get people who's like, there's 31 subscribers. People would be like, I have four subscriptions to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I have four. It's me, and yeah, exactly. Like yeah. five other people. It's like how can it? It's like oh my god, I can't believe it's that unpopular. <laughs> Between me and my friends, we have eleven of them. It's like we have one third of the amount of yes, you yep. do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was like for the fundraiser, it was like help save the podcast. And also, it was like Ugh, here come the real like two hundred people pledged right, for it. It's like right. people run the numbers, be like. You fibbed. I'm lying. So. You're the only person to ever go down with the, yeah. the number of right. podcast exactly. subscribers. Yeah, the only ra- the in the only- history of podcasting. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm really happy with the podcast. iTunes, check it out. Yeah. I'm really happy with this podcast, the one we just recorded. I think this is great. I and think it's I think, the best one ever. I think it's going to erase the... Uh, that uh, Jim Gaffigan interview you apparently did in uh, in that uh, wind tunnel <laughs> that now doesn't exist yes. anymore. People will not listen to that anymore. I couldn't bring all this equipment to the Mondrian Hotel. To the so hotel. We, and the, or, or to the wind tunnel. <laughs> Turns yeah, exactly. out there's no room in the wind tunnel for it. Well, thanks so much for doing this, you guys. Well, thank you. This thank you. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Jouster. For thank stepping you. in, thank you, he's been working on this for a long time, and I appreciate yeah, long it. Time in he the brought making. this all yeah, together. He's very touched for this rare. It really is cool to to have you guys uh, in the same place, and also willing to talk about yeah. uh, what you do. Yeah. You know, because you you rarely you don't really pull the curtain have, back have on. The, it. Have there been any in person both of you interviews? Not many. Oh, I can't. This, uh, might, this is probably it. Jester yeah, like, has to be the one. He's like, yes. I want to be the guy to be able to say wanna, you are. I did the first. <laughs> want to be able to yeah, brag. Yeah, you know, I did the first Neil Hamburger <laughs> interview ever, like on the radio. He called my show a million years ago, and. Um, it's paying it forward. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Pay it forward. Well done. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again, guys. Thank and, you. And uh, we will find you on your show. We'll find you at StereoLabs.com. SharplingWorcester.com. FriendsOfTom.com. What's the... Uh, you find? You can find you guys... MySpace.com slash Sharpling. That's right. Or MySpace.com slash... StereoLabs. Mm-hmm. Slash NewBridge. Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah. There's all these MySpace ones, consolidated cardboard. Like we don't even know where <laughs> yeah. they're from. Yeah. It's like, and then on iTunes, your, the podcast can probably be found if you just search for you search best, the show. best show on right. WFM. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's get it up there. I'm sick of that uh, stupid other podcast I see beating us. Like uh, there was that one like 
that stupid like morning zoo thing. I get so mad when I see their little yeah. icon with these uh. two dopes in it. <laughs> oh, I get mad at everything though. <laughs> Rick and Rob in the morning. I don't even think those people should be allowed to have podcasts. You're already on. We got to be radio. never not funny. Also, <laughs> like, this is the the best show. Podcast is the gold standard. Yeah, all right. So it's they take the silver. We take the gold. <laughs> <laughs> you can admit it. Admit it right now. Uh, Say it. Admit it. Just admit it. Look, come on. We're on the radio. First of all, yeah. it's real. It's That's real. true. You, yeah. I cannot dispute that. I will I, say you have the edge there. I Thank go you. somewhere. I can't do the radio show in my pajamas. <laughs> I can't either. There is a dress code. For well, that's sure. right. That's very true. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we got to go. Thanks, Thanks. again. Thank and uh, See you on the boards. Doot, doot.